Welcome to Sports, 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 a show around sports, sports culture and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana with me tonight, my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey. And in the, <laughs> <laughs> and in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman, episode 32. How about it? Magic Johnson. <laughs> How are we? Yeah, Magic Steel Johnson. O'Neal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, are these people Keep that had going. a number 32 uh, on Elijah one? Jersey? Uh, Charles Barkley for certain years. Sir Charles. Oh, yeah. Was, he was it Keem 32? He was 34, maybe. Yeah. Who else we got? Um, one shy of Larry Bird. That's mm-hmm. next week. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Going to be great. Uh, dyslexic Jeff Gordon. 32 football players. Or dyslexic uh, Michael Jordan. The Nigerian yeah. Nightmare. There you go. Wasn't he... Christian Okoye, wasn't he 32? It might have been. That would be a defensive back, wouldn't it? Uh, he, he was a running back. Well, uh, oh, okay. yeah, running backs can be in the 30s, too. Well, we're off they? to a great start, yeah. guys. I think hey. so. This, cool. is, this is interesting. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Rowdy, do you have something to say? I got something to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, First of all, congratulations to me. Oh, oh wait, wait, are we gonna get whoa, into this? Do it. We uh, that's a headline. That's a headline. Yeah. This is a headline. Well, this is okay. Well, let's get into it. Okay. Right, well, so how about some all, sports then? Let's talk let's about, about yeah, it. Let's how about talk, it. Let's talk about my supernova. <laughs> uh, so our sports, sports, yeah, sports bracket. Now, I'd like to hear from you guys. How did <laughs> uh, the three? How did the three of us all shake out here on our sports, sports, sports oh, bracket? Because I think I was number not well. You were one. number one. Were yes, you in like yes. a three-way at number one, or were you by I yourself? I was number one. Yeah, Just so I had, uh, I had, let's see here. So Rowdy finished up at number one with yeah, his... Yeah, you are sole yeah. numero uno. 1140 was my total. Uh, <laughs> Villanova, can... I was 14, Snoop was 15. Yeah, there you go. The guys, <laughs> yeah. who, the yeah. guys who know about sports. Yeah. Wow, good job, So, guys. Rowdy, you Just did proves. the auto, basically an autofill. I didn't do you autofill. Let, you Bing. let Bing autofill. No, I did, uh, it was 538, but it was after 538 and updated. So, originally, <laughs> 538 was picking Virginia, and then mm-hmm. after... Um, I don't know. The someone injured the year themselves yeah. or whatever. No. Yeah. They changed it to Villanova. So I. So my family bracket was was with Virginia winning. This was with Virginia. Oh, that's right. So. We talked about this last week. You yeah. have no integrity. That's right. I have no integrity. Yeah, you don't have a bracket of no. integrity. So it, your win is tainted. Okay. So you won. Congratulations. Yeah. Number two what? Uh, was was listener uh, Colt Carpenter. Congratulations. Nice. Way to go, Colt. Uh, total uh, one thousand eighty points. And then uh, coming in at number three, also uh, with Villanova, was uh, Big City Adam with 1,030 points. So Well, congratulations. Big City, and, wait, and, and what were you guys again? I was 14. And 15? And 15. 15. And what? I do have a disclaimer Can to I make. not be 15th? Can I just be last? Last. Dead last. Dead last. I'm next to last. <laughs> yeah. You're dead last. <laughs> yeah. I do the have penultimate and ultimate. The radio cure, I heard from those guys over Twitter. Uh-huh. Nate did not do that bracket. Jeremy did that bracket. Jeremy mm. sent, sent us a message and said, did you really think that if Nate did the bracket, he would have anyone else besides <laughs> the Poison Nuts winning it all? And I said, that is an astute observation. <laughs> My mistake... So when did, what did they finish? They came up? in seventh. Jeremy okay. had they had uh, okay. seven hundred seventy points. Yeah. Well, congratulations, so, yeah. Rowdy. I think 
Here's I've your got trophy. A, I've got a special <laughs> surprise for you tonight. Oh, yeah, what's that? Well, it's a surprise. Okay. It's for later. All right. Well, <laughs> besides being a very good boy, yes. here's what you got to do. Uh, That's going to be an update. Not care. Okay. Not care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, These are the keys to the game. Guess how many games I watched? <laughs> Zero. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you picked a blue team. But you did do the blue thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You picked a blue I team. I didn't know they were blue when I picked them. I okay. just did what 538 said. Um, You're a big Oasis fan, so you picked the Nova. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I Champagne Villanova. Tell you what, and you, and you know how you know how I feel about about winning. I tell you what, it didn't, feels great, it, doesn't it? No, it didn't really make oh. any any difference. So really, this, this you can I kind of feel like you walked in here with a strut. Yeah, gonna go ahead and <laughs> really? disagree with you there, buddy. You definitely had a glow about you. Yeah. It's mainly because I because I beat you guys, and I <laughs> yeah. feel like this again just proves that. None of this matters. I mean, you didn't it's walk around not... the office all this week and be like, how'd your bracket turn no. out? <laughs> no. I don't think I mentioned You didn't it. ask anybody else how their bracket <laughs> no. went. You I asked us. I don't care. Yeah, because you're in my bracket. Yeah. I don't so, care how anyone else's bracket went. And I actually, we there was no money on this. I actually, no. I actually uh, you lost might get a, five bucks in the family bracket. I don't care. You That's might get fine. a sports, sports, sports t-shirt. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh, we got those? We'll get one. Okay. Yeah, one off. That'll be cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fine, right? Yeah. Well, again, thanks to everyone who participated. Yeah. Um, so Villanova beat Michigan. Yeah. By, by I guess. 16? Yeah, a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, Is it, it a good a, game? No, it wasn't. No. no it I was, turned it on. Guys, Big City, uh, Adam, and Snoop were texting me. I forgot it was on because I've been in baseball mode lately. I, I can't oh, believe I've been saying that. Oh, I love that. hearing that. I can't believe I've been saying that, but I've been watching <laughs> lots of baseball. And uh, so I flipped it on with like, I don't know what, 16 minutes left in the second half maybe. The first three shots I saw from Michigan – Air ball, tops, side of the backboard. And I thought, this is not... And they had like a six or seven point lead at that point. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is not going well. Well, they went into the half... uh, They were leading most of the game and then went into the half down Michigan. But they came back, right? Uh, Yeah, but they didn't get within... Uh, probably seven points. Oh. I don't think. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. What it was. The score was it was not was good. Atrocious. They it, couldn't throw it in the ocean. Yeah. It was not. It was not a good uh, finish to the season. No. But you can't count the whole season based on. You can't grade the whole season based on one game. Mm, or can you? You can. <laughs> but I would. I would appreciate did you win if or you, did you lose? I would appreciate if you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At a season of. Uh, the season as a whole, as far as how entertaining it was. I mean, we had the FBI, we had yeah. Larry Nasser, mm-hmm. we had all what's, sorts. Of, can, I got a question. Yeah, what's what's the deal with the tears? Whose tears? When you lose and you cry. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Like some of the Michigan guys were like choking up, tearing yeah. up a little bit. I mean, I get these Losing guys are like sad. 18, 19, 20 years old. They're children. Mm-hmm. I get that, but I don't know. I don't think I would cry if I lost. Oh, I've definitely cried when I've lost stuff. Well, I'm sure I have cried at some point. Well, I never played enough sports to really get that into it, or I was ever on a team that was actually competitive enough to win anything. Was it because they're like seniors and this is like their final? Maybe I don't know. I would say it's this. If I were to speculate, I kind of enjoy it though. You have as a mean, as a mean enjoyment. Yeah. Like one of my favorite moments ever is when Tim Tebow was on a knee and just bawling. (laughs) 
you know, like. Well, sad Bama fans are like, a, it's a whole thing. Yeah, but I don't like, cry on, when on, Bama loses. Right. Well, that's different. And that rarely happens. So it should shock <laughs> it? me, but yeah. I still don't that's cry. That's the problem. You're just shocked. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. what to feel. I haven't done this before. Um, what does this mean? Yeah. What do you mean we didn't score yeah. all the points? Wait, there's another quarter, right? <laughs> yeah, this isn't the end. <laughs> there has to be more time. I think it's probably that as a player, you have a strongly held belief to the point that it may be big T truth that you are going to win, that you, you know it, you know, you're going to win. And then when you lose everything you have known up to that point has now been proven false. You got the rug pulled out from under you. Exactly. It's that you, you're, you're experiencing, uh, a reality, a true, uh, uh, a, yeah, a reality that you didn't believe existed. So it's probably that. I mean, it would be comparable to anybody else that, you know, you find out that your parents aren't your parents or something, you know? It's, or like, or you like, find out when you die and you're just dead. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you, you wouldn't, wouldn't, know, you wouldn't right? find that out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's probably that. It's probably that you had no understanding that this could be real. I'm guessing. Maybe. I don't, I, I, think, I don't know. I'm just always kind of you don't surprised think, you don't, you by the tears. And it's overwhelming. It's overwhelmingly emotional. The entire process. You get. You have this huge high. You get. You have rallies. You are getting hyped up. You have like chicken sandwiches and fries. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you and, get rallies spicy after fries. the game. You get checkers. Yeah. Uh, and. And I guess the other side of that is you have to crash. It's it's the opposite. It's uh, diametrically opposed. Okay. Uh, you'll, well, I'd say. Well, I don't know. I get it. I get it. If you've put I that mean, much I, time I and energy it. into something. I just kind of. It's curious when it you fall, know it how many people are. It falls outside of of your your very defined. Um, gender roles. Gender roles. Yeah. No, 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 that's, no, that's no. absolutely what no, it is. No, yeah. it's not You're like, yeah, men, men don't no, men cry. Don't, no, Shouldn't it's not cry. some machismo thing. Just oh, it just, bottle it up. It's just like... He doth protest too much. I mean, if you want to lose your mind in the locker room, <laughs> that's fine. I will, bite, I will bite my thumb at thee. That's fine. It's fine to cry in private, So Okay, man. so yeah, yeah, so it's okay... Right. Oh, so you're saying it's okay to cry... When you're not in public, yeah, well, you can't like, let people see you cry. Well, right? no, no, that's what he's L- saying. Let me rephrase. <laughs> Michigan was losing. No, I for think like you got Twelve it. minutes, like this wasn't a surprise that you were going to lose. But it's an it's it's a belief in something. I I don't know how to explain it other than faith. Like they had no understanding that this could be the outcome. It's when a sports you, when game. You, you either it. win or lose. That's true. This 50, is a true 50-50 thing. That's right. And it's I feel always 50-50. Like, I feel like if you don't walk into a sports game thinking like, well, we could lose this. Exactly. Then you're kind of dumb. That's thinking, though, but belief falls see, outside of thought and, and re reason. Yeah. Yes. But, so that's what it is. But if you if you know you're going to win and you win, then it's not exciting because you I, mean, I knew that it's like going to a movie that you know how it's going to end. I think it would be more comparable to to taking a this is going to be terrible taking a <laughs> Let's hear it. taking a hike in the desert. Okay. Okay. You uh, know that there I is. I do enjoy that. You know that there is danger involved in hiking in the desert yeah. in the summer. Right. There is a possibility that you lose your sense. You, you, you lose orientation. You don't know where you are. I usually cry on every hike I take. <laughs> yes. Well, that's for Alone. different reasons. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> Alone. As long you as make you sure don't see no anyone coming you. on the trail. Yeah. Yeah. How far am I from the ranger station? Okay, cool. Okay, time for a real yeah. tearjerker. <laughs> uh, 
I think it's you, you know that there's danger involved in this process. You know that there is a possibility. Oh, we're still in the desert. You're though. still in the desert. Right. You're walking around. When you come to the realization that you are lost, you're scared. And then you come to the realization that no one's coming for you. You're going to break down in tears. And you wouldn't say to that person, well, you knew when you walked in there that you could probably die if Reed you got wouldn't, lost. Reed wouldn't break down. Well, no, he wouldn't because he's a man, and that's not <laughs> what men do. Right. He is, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I would cry. Right, because you're coming to the end of something, and you're, 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 feel, you're coming to a realization of, to, well, and I can't to grow, a reality that you didn't know it could exist. I can't or you grow knew facial could exist, hair but you like didn't this guy either, happen. so. No. I no one can. I wouldn't cry. I know. I, it, we have no doubt you wouldn't I cry. I wouldn't cry. I might throw a chair onto the court. or like <laughs> You're in the desert. Anger. Anger. I'm talking yeah. about basketball. Oh, I would be more basketball. angry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Are we in the desert I, or are we talking I about basketball? I always bring a chair with me hiking, too. <laughs> yeah. where That's gonna, part of your problem. Where are you going to sit? <laughs> Why did I get so dehydrated? I sh- maybe I shouldn't have carried this lazy boy. <laughs> where the hell are you going to sit, man? you got to chillax. <laughs> but I would be more angry. Then, oh, for sure, sad. for sure, for sure. That's how it would manifest it. And, I, and then I'd start blaming all the other players and the coach and the referee. Mm, the blame game, and, mm. yeah. That's how it. It's another uh, gender role thing. Yeah, nothing's ever his fault. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you guys just got me pegged. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna trash the locker room and blame my teammates because I'm a man. <laughs> This is awesome. <laughs> I think just But you know what I'm not going to do? Cry. I'm sure as hell not going to cry. <laughs> well, the great thing is this is a podcast and you'll be able to listen to this over and over. I think you should l- listen to this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Look mm-hmm. at yourself in the mirror and just see Oh, you're tearing up now. But But I am a huge proponent of Mr. Rogers' song It's All Right to Cry. Sometimes oh, it gets that, the sad well, out of you. No, that's not right. Mr. By the way, so okay. No, that was Sesame Street, wasn't no, it? No, no. Uh, that was... Animated uh, Daniel Tiger? No. It's, uh, <laughs> Animated Daniel Tiger. Uh, it's it was Zune. That, uh, it came from the moon. What's it called? Free to Be You and Me? I uh, don't know. Roger sank. It was it's a, all right to cry. No, no, he didn't. I'm going to find the episode. Guys, uh, what are we, eight minutes in? Well, this not is, even close. This is good radio. Try 14. <laughs> uh, you know who sang it? Rosie, it was, Rosie Greer. It was a cover. Rosie Greer. It was a cover of Fred Rogers. <laughs> Which they're coming out with a documentary. I know. It looks I amazing. Yeah. That's going to make he me cry. He was my hero. Speaking of crying. He yeah. was my hero. All this Mr. Rogers stuff, people were people were like sending me videos at work the other day. I'm like, I'm not watching I these. I love because Mr. Rogers. I'm gonna, you know what? Cause, you did. Because you didn't want people to see yeah, you cry. Because I also. Because you're like, a man. Yeah. Because I'm a real man. And, and I want to wait till he I'm in the privacy of my own locker room. Sitting in a chair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crying Like a man. Actually, I have a stand-up desk. But, oh. Um, Do you really? Yeah. But I was just standing there, you know. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, for circulation. Standing there not crying. Keep um, the diabetes away. Mm-hmm. Keep standing but up. then I watch this Mr. Rogers documentary at home. Everybody's asleep, and I'm just like, glad everyone's asleep. Crayon Factory and the Saxophone Factory were by oh, yeah, far dude. the best episodes oh, of Mr. Saxophone? Rogers. Saxophone? Yes. I, yes, I no agree. No question. Also, when Did Mr. you go to the Children's Museum when they had all this stuff there like 10 years ago? Uh, no. That was a life-altering experience. I saw the they trolley have- in real life. <laughs> Really? An actual trolley. And his sweaters and shoes, the stoplight. You know his mom made all those sweaters? I believe that. Yeah, his mom made all those sweaters. It's awesome. Fred Rogers was awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys want Pittsburgh's another headline? Sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
sure. We're still on headlines. Now. Yeah. Now that, now that we're a quarter Headl- of the way yeah. through. Yeah, it's going to make uh, me tear up. <laughs> well, hey, well, actually, while we're on the topic, uh, we did have a, a comment on the Facebook uh, oh wait, uh, wait wh- about Fred Rogers because no, at this, this point this, that's this, is, this is about not about the not about Mr. Rogers not about deserts not about crying back Recliners. to the uh, Michigan Villanova game uh, uh, silver medal winning bracketologist uh, Colt Carpenter <laughs> asks uh, hey can you talk about the BS calls I'm, I'm censoring this Colt because this is a, a clean rated show the BS calls in the Michigan Villanova game. Were there really bad calls? I didn't pay that I much didn't, attention. I didn't see any. I mean, I didn't watch the game. I'm so. guessing Colt is a Michigan fan. Yeah, I don't seems know. that way. Colt. Yeah. Uh, I guess next you need time, to be just, more specific, bro. Or, or listen to a real sports podcast because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we don't know. Uh, sorry, I man. didn't know. Yeah, I didn't notice anything that I thought was like flagrant. Wasn't that was, the officiating in the women's game insane? It was yeah. Was it was that a also wacky. Michigan Villanova? No, it was Notre Dame Mississippi. Oh, uh, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Did Mississippi State women cry when they lost? I have no idea. See, <laughs> what is that? Case, what does that prove? Case and point. <laughs> <All right. laughs> to what? <laughs> that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Headline number two. Zlatan 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 Ibrahimovic. Wait. Take two. <laughs> Zlatan Ibrahimovic scores scores first MLS goal in spectacular fashion. It was spectacular fashion. This yeah. was a uh, first of all. What is MLS? Major League, Major League Soccer. Soccer. So okay. it's American soccer. A lot of people high, don't know that. Highest level. So of a lot of people don't know it. Okay, highest but a lot level. of people are talking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. It's the highest soccer in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy is a Swede. Swedish. Yep. And mm-hmm. I remember him from the World Cup. Yeah. And uh, he most recently played for Paris Saint Germain. Okay, and now he's on the LA Galaxy. And his first game, he scored a goal that I don't know the distances in soccer. I think it was they said past the forty yard line. Okay, I mean it was it was ten or fifteen yards outside of the box, which I think is the eighteen. And it was off of a header that got popped up, bounced. He took it right off the bounce and just popped the rainbow right over the goalie and right in. And then he pulled his jersey off and ran around. The dude's got some ink, too. Yeah. Lots yeah. of ink. It's ripped. Yeah. Not surprised. Well, I mean, these athlete. guys run like 18 miles yeah, a game. a game. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty cool, though. Uh, that was a uh, YouTube uh, text message from our listener, Nate, from the Radio Care. He's big soccer A lot fan. of people uh, writing in this week, huh? A lot of people. A lot of people want to be on the show, too. Yeah. Lot, I'm getting a lot of people on the show. Well, let's get them on I'm, here. I'm yeah. hearing next time Rowdy's gone, give me a call. Okay. I'm thinking, Bring well, him we, in. Don't, we won't know till you know. You know, <laughs> hey, you, you know why? Bring him in because every time I'm not on the show, our numbers go way up. So, uh, Maybe it's, we should start crying. Yeah. Uh, it's not that kind of podcast. Anyway, I think that goal was luck, but whatever. Number three, LeBron <laughs> Did flexes on Did you guys see the Ronaldo coach? goal? But can no. I go back that to that? That wasn't a headline. No, it's not, but neither was Fred Rogers. <laughs> that he bicycle, bicycle kick that he had yesterday Ronaldo. in the Champions League. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It's nasty. Yeah. Uh, 
it's definitely worth a view too. We'll we'll show you that later. The best, isn't it Ronaldo that had the sculpture done of it? Yes. Yeah. And the redo. Is, and the redo. That is the best. Yeah. Did you watch the sculpture? So there was a video. So if if you don't know, there was a a man who made a sculpture of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> uh, and Damn. it was a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people uh, made fun happy. of the, it. Was, yeah. yeah, made fun of it. It was not you know the best. Uh, he looked like but, the hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, he looked pretty goofy, but he he looked like Forrest Gump to me. I'd give, um, it, a, I'd give um, it a C or B, though, versus that uh, restoration project in the Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. better than well, Yeah, if you're grading on a curve, Jesus. definitely, yeah. definitely. His pupillary distance was all off. But he redid it. That was his uh, everything else. Yeah. <laughs> he just recently redid really the head, and it actually, nose. he did a better job. The same artist? Yeah, but they, the there, there was this employed? whole, yeah, yeah, there was this whole, wow. well, he did it, it was like a labor of love, and that was the sad thing, like, there's this whole documentary where it's talking, like, talking to him about making it and then the process of like hey just because it's free doesn't mean it should automatically is good <sighs> no no no, 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 I no. Don't think his point was and this may be where you were going rowdy his point in this documentary was somebody was going to be upset anyway so it was worth taking a risk and taking mm-hmm. some artistic license and maybe someone would really like it and it would turn out great who would like that I, I, you know I, who his kid yeah, there you go. And his kid was so sad. His wife was so sad. He was Did so he sad. They all cried. His wife <laughs> On cried. camera. He cried. Read. People if, saw a hey, man cry. Hey, if I were Ronaldo and that sheet came off that thing, I'd have cried too. <laughs> well, that thing was hideous. If you were alone. Well, yeah. The worst part of <laughs> my back was to all the cameras. <laughs> yeah, all right. Funny. Anyway, well, let's 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 get into let's get into Reed's wheelhouse. Uh, headline number three: LeBron flexes on Coach Saban at the barbershop. Yeah. Woo! I, I actually I, have I, no I idea what, what this is about. This <laughs> so LeBron has this show. LeBron where James. LeBron James, mm-hmm. the fifteenth greatest player in the NBA of all time. <laughs> okay. And uh, he has this show where That was a he, saucy take. He he and a bunch of uh, of his buddies like sit in this barbershop. Mm-hmm. I watched an entire episode last night. I watched the Alabama one and the LeBron one. So he had like uh, it was actually kinda interesting because he had Charles Oakley in there and Charles Oakley still doesn't care Charles about Charles Barkley. Oakley, Oakley. From the New York Knicks. Uh, circa eighties, nineties. I think you're thinking Patrick Ewing. <laughs> John Starks, really. But uh, Anthony Mason. Um, but See, so that actually, that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, sculpture looked, yeah. looked closer to Anthony Mason than it did Cristiano Ronaldo. It looked like Anthony Mason with hair. Continue. Not bad. Probably. Yeah, yeah. okay. I can, I can see that. <laughs> so they just sit around Rowdy's for like gonna look it up. a yeah. half hour, 45 minutes and talk about all kinds of different things. It was kind of interesting. I mean, they, LeBron said, or Charles Oakley said there are people on the all-star team in the NBA that don't know how to play basketball. I thought that oh, was interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. But so Alabama started this thing. They have a barbershop in their football complex now. Oh. And so Alabama started this little like YouTube short thing where they have... Uh, barbershop show and this first episode was Julio Jones, Eddie Jackson, and um, Ryan Anderson. And they're all three just sitting in there talking about Julio's talking about how like he can't believe all this stuff is here now that they got a barbershop, they got all this stuff that wasn't there eight years ago when he was there and all this. And Saban doesn't come until the last five minutes 
and he's just doing his canned answer. I've never heard Saban answer a question that I couldn't predict how he's going to answer a question. The dude, yeah. he's yeah. scripted, he's calculated, right? right? Mm-hmm. So he's just doing all this thing. Well, evidently, one of the agents or producers of LeBron's show sent a letter to Alabama and was like, look, you're uh, kind of creeping in on our copyright here, infringing on our show. We have the barber show shop. <laughs> or barber shop show. show. Barber shop show. Uh, first and all this so they asked Saban about it in his Monday press conference and Saban said look I didn't even know LeBron James had a barbershop show he's a great player um, I didn't I understand that there are like 40 shows about barbershops <laughs> on TV right now I enjoyed myself talking to the old players we had a good time and we're going to continue to do it thank you and walked away from the podium and I thought yeah exactly I could have told you that's what he's going to say but my point is this Tell us. LeBron, well, first of all, LeBron got salty about Alabama's barbershop mm-hmm. show because he's a Poison Nut fan, and they mm-hmm. didn't get in the mm-hmm. tournament this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Secondly, of it. no question. <laughs> Secondly. Doesn't have anything to do with. <laughs> yes, it does. He hates Coach Saban. So he's just going after So he's Saban. a well-informed uh, sports fan then. Who? LeBron. Because he hates Coach Saban. Well, you can hate greatness all you want. That <laughs> yeah. doesn't, change, doesn't greatness. change its greatness. Right. Yeah. Secondly, if anybody has a copyright on barbershops, it's Ice Cube. That's yes. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. So yeah. what is LeBron even talking about? You know what Alabama needs to do? Tell us, book Rowdy. Him, book him for their next episode. Because if you get him on that show... Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Yeah. Get, him, get him in the chair, and it's like, yeah, LeBron, but we've got Ice Cube... In ours, which, well, yeah. you know. My response, if I were Coach Saban, would have been like, I didn't realize that LeBron James followed collegiate athlete or collegiate athletics. Or I didn't. Well, re- he did say in, uh, about Dante DiVincenzo, the gentleman scored 32 points in the Villanova game. It's Villanova, not Villanova. Oh. Villanova game. The Twitter game? The Twitter yeah. gentleman yeah. Um, said that guy made a lot of money. Gentleman. That guy made a lot of money. Well, he's 18 when he did that stuff. Not that I'm excusing him, right. but um, he said, I don't care about college sports. That's not my thing. So he may not be a college yeah. fan at all. I mean, all Coach Saban had to say was, I didn't know there was an athlete named LeBron James. Or <laughs> yeah. that would have been awesome. Or, or a sport, Who? Or, Who is or a sport yeah. named basketball. Because I'm sorry. I, because I'm sorry, I care about what? football. Yeah. yeah. There's what a is basketball? a basketball? Oh, uh, the, the, the I think peach, Avery Johnson would have ran in thing? there and given him a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who who are you taking in that brawl? Oh, in that PR brawl, LeBron James or Nick Saban? Oh, I thought you meant Avery Johnson or Saban, because I'd say Avery Johnson. They're about the same height. What is that, five foot seven? Yeah, but it, I, like I've said Actually, before, Avery Johnson might be taller. He is, and in the pickup <laughs> game, Saban plays point, and Avery has to play something else because it's Saban's ridiculous. game. Saban told him when he came, he's like, on the Tuesday-Thursday pickup game, I'm point. you got to play something else. Gotcha. <laughs> and this guy's an NBA point guard. <laughs> yeah. Who, so who do I have yeah. in, in what? In a PR battle. Nick Saban or LeBron James? Mm, LeBron James has his own shoes. Yeah. Nick Saban's the highest-paid state employee in the history of Alabama. Yeah, so some of them are about their... And the chancellor of Alabama also said that Nick Saban was the best investment the University of Alabama has made in its entire history. Oh, I absolutely believe that. (laughs) Yeah. There are so many... $12 million to make $180 That's pretty good. I've seen how many... uh, How their uh, out-of-state 
um, enrollment has risen because he's been there in the past 10 years. I mean, it's been astronomical. People who have not been interested in Alabama or going to that school want to go because of... Academics. Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the athletics. Because of the experience of going to Alabama. Being a wiener. LeBron needs to worry about winning games. Why is he getting all chintzy about somebody else doing a barbershop Because you you can't play pro ball forever. Oh, and he needs the money. To <laughs> I'm not saying he needs the, the barbershop money. shows his future. Plus, his the show was barbershop show his, is it's it's ice was, cubes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. And O'Shea that's what, Jackson. That's is what I name? wish uh, Saban had said. It's like if anybody's got the lock on copyright on barbershop, it's ice cube. All right, yeah. so Coach Saban and then Queen Latifah. We know you're listening, Coach Saban. Next, next week, book Ice Cube and Queen Latifah on your you barbershop go. show. And you and I, T.Y., just All right. another day living you in the hood. You guys want to do another headline? Yeah, let's sure, do it. Why not? Right. What are we, a 30 Headline, headline number four. We're the uh, worst at this. We are. Uh, <laughs> Who cares? Headline number four. This is for you, Brandon. Yeah. This is... Uh, th- <laughs> this headline is is my personal favorite because it's about my, my Very team. good boys. Oh, You're very good boys. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And uh, Shohei Otani's. Uh, I think he should just be called Showtime Otani. Showtime Otani. Oh, that's oh, good. Yeah, Showtime. Yeah. Showtime right. Otani. Yeah. Yeah. We're trademarking that. <laughs> Don't use that, yeah. LeBron. LeBron. Coach Saban. <laughs> Showtime Otani is ours. Uh, yeah, I guess he did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Showtime Otani did quite well in his first outing. I mean, it wasn't blow your mind. Some uh, people say it was. I do not think it was all. That great. After the first inning, he, he settled down. He six innings pitched, three hits, okay, three yeah. runs. All three were earned. One walk, six strikeouts. Gave up a home run in the first. Four point five ERA and quality start. Well, quality yes, but quality start is like that is something I'm interested in. Yes, now. because you're a roto guy yeah. now. <laughs> so he did he did well. And he uh, hit his, three digits a couple times. His yes, I was going to say his velocity was good. And he had a lot of control, and he, minus the first inning. If you take first the first inning, inning out of there, he did very well in a uh, 7-4 win over the Athletics. Did you watch the game? I did not. I watched the game. No, I'm not allowed to watch baseball. I just first, can read about it. The first night, or actually, what did he pitch, six innings? Six innings, yeah. I think it was it was the first six innings that the entire banner behind home plate, like the advertising banner, was all in Japanese. Oh, Oh, really? And then after he got pulled, just the center square was in Japanese, and then it switched to, like, American advertising. But, I mean, they pumped the coin in. Yeah. And got all the... And, like, he is just swarmed by Japanese media. It's awesome. Yeah. And he did uh, batting practice, I think I was watching yesterday, and he hit, like, eight home runs in a row in batting practice. Wow. He's supposed to bat... Coming up, I think. Hmm. So tomorrow or the next day. Well, so he hit a home run. I believe it was the next night. He DH. Oh, did he DH after that? Yes, he DH'd on the third. So he pitched on the first. On the third against Cleveland, he DH'd. And hitting dongs. And hit a home run on his first at bat in Anaheim. Nice first yeah. home at bat. First home at bat hits a home run. First time he's DH'd. 
Tonight, he hit another home run. So now he has back-to-back home runs. Hmm. So your, your boys, boy, yeah, so your boys are looking... Showtime Otani. A lot of people are saying that, that <laughs> yeah. uh, he's he's going to be one of the most interesting people to watch this baseball season. So, so your I'm bo- glad he's on my team. Yep, your boys are 4-2. and two. Sending. They've lost twice? They've lost twice. <laughs> That's I'm, not bad. I'm surprised you picked up on they lost twice. Not They've already played six games. Well, that, too. But all I know <laughs> is... Who's hitting dongs, too? The, yeah. day after the, the day after you assigned me uh, the L.A. Uh, Angels, you willfully uh, You willfully received and I was, and I was, the Angels. And I was excited there about it. Then I get home. <laughs> then I get home. You guys and, didn't and see him. Yeah. Listeners didn't see he him. He turned around. And when I look at the score, I see that they lost to the Oakland athletics so yeah, yeah, i was yeah. i was not too happy well about that, a's versus a's that's a and a well crime. yeah so I your know. team's we'll doing see. well four and two all right that's good off to a good start well Can, let's uh, be before good. we get into our topics we had a couple other uh uh facebook questions and 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 comments are these uh, russian bots no this is uh this is another one from our uh, uh silver medal winning bracketologist colt carpenter <laughs> oh okay. uh uh, wants us to chat about how the Reds actually won a game. Oh, they did. They Every did Reds win game, game I tried to watch was rained out. Really? Yeah, I, they they did win a game uh, against the Cubs. Uh, Cubs they won are not one off to zero. a good start. No, they're not at oh. all. Which I am enjoying. Thoroughly. They're two and three because they got rained out today, right? Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And postponed today. Yeah. I think two days. Yeah. In a row. So they're yeah. two and three. They Reds won uh, over the Cubs. For their first win of the season. What was the score? One to zero. Neat. Wow. That yeah. is where baseball is terrible. Nah. Yeah. No, because you can look now, you can understand that you can look at all these other stats and, and enjoy the game for those stats, not just run score. Yeah, there's a lot of numbers on that. Not if I don't watch cards. the game. Seven by seven. No, you don't even have to watch. They're stat generating robots. That's yeah, why you have to look true. at your roto team. Remember that game, that Reds game we went to on the mighty Cincinnati River? Down there, uh, when they had like how many six home, home runs, runs did they hit? Six home runs. And Ken Griffey Jr. was only two away from hitting six hundred home runs, and he had zero. He home had runs zero. That game. Yeah, yep. That was a real bummer. Waste of money. Yep. Brandon Phillips had two. I think Votto had one. Yeah. Joey Votto's off to a good start. He had. He's. Uh, also, the Brewers game we went to in Detroit, Brewers Tigers. They there were like nine home runs in that game. Ryan Braun went like five for five, the Hebrew hammer. Yeah. So. Not surprising the Reds don't look good, but hey, they pulled one out. They'll probably pull out 70 this year, 65 to 70. Yikes. Wins. Yeah, that should be a whole be. season, 70 games. <laughs> well, yeah. it's going to be the Reds. 70 and 0. That's enough. Yeah. All right, next question comes from uh, the ball boy, Brandon Casburn. Oh, what's he got to say? Arike Agamboale, most clutch college basketball player of all time? Pretty much. I don't know who that is. So she is a guard for Notre Dame. Oh, okay. So this would be a Golden Dome request for Final Casper. Four. In the Final Four, she hits an overtime last second shot to beat UConn. Question. Yes. Did she cry? Yeah, she cried. Everybody cried. We were all crying. But it was like tears we were all of, there, and we were all tears crying. Of joy. joy. Or, that's a different. Are tears of that's joy That's a completely okay? different ball game. Yes. <laughs> okay. Are they okay from a man? Sure. Okay. 91-89. I get so happy I cry all the time. She was the second leading scorer of that game. She scored, I think it was like 27 or 28 points. I'll have to look it up. Um, and That's then, a lot of points. How do you say her name? Arike Ogumbwale. Ogumbwale. I think Where's that it from? I don't know. Her fa- She's from Minnesota. Okay. There you go. He's but her father, her father is from Nigeria. 
You know, I was gonna yeah. guess Nigeria yeah. because of those e ending, yeah, the K's and the E's. Yeah, Ogumbole because it's a traditional Yoruba name from Nigeria. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Arike means uh, something that you see and cherish. Oh, oh, that's nice. So stacks of cash. Yeah. Got that etymology, um, but yeah, anyway. you got that on lock. Mm-hmm. So then, so that was Friday night, Monday night. Was that right? Friday, so he's Sunday trying night. To claim that she's the most clutch player ever. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, she okay, hits another all, last second shot in the championship game. When you literally say, last second shot, she beats Mississippi State sixty-one fifty-eight. In terms of sixty-one fifty-eight, let me just lev- do some level setting here. So, yeah. in terms of sports terminology, when you say someone is clutch, is it like really cool, like really awesome? Yes. Is it like like when the pressure's on, they come through? So she did that twice. Huh. Like Reggie in the Miller two, was a clutch player. In the two biggest games of her collegiate career, and I would argue then at that point, her life in front of the biggest crowd she's ever played in front of, she hit two last-second shots. What do you think that crowd is at the women's final? I think they were in Columbus, so I'm guessing it was probably around eighteen to 22,000. Good crowd. I yeah. think they should rename it. it there was be, less in it's... the final four, but the championship, I think, was sold out. So yeah. you just perform well under high pressure? Yes. So you perform well on a hybrid and at critical times. At yeah. critical right. moments. Because a clutch on a car right. has nothing to do with that. You drive stick? No. Can you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what a clutch is. So here's what do <laughs> you have a clutch on your car, Rowdy? I hate to tell you that, but it's there. You just don't have to mess with it. And you well, have oiled it, I'm sure. Uh, I I just got back from so, the shop today. We're good, but so here that's I, true. I think you tell me should, all about it on like, the ride up. Let's call him a cup, like cool under pressure. What about that? Yeah, you can call him that. Okay, let's see if we can get that to go. That's our new yeah. terminology. Do, okay. yeah. do straight up. Showtime uh, is cup. Yeah, Arike. Showtime's cup. <laughs> Showtime's cup. So she became she she was five points shy of being the fifth all time uh, player to score 150 points. In the tournament, the who, women's tournament. Who leads? Cheryl Miller. I don't. I didn't look that up. Hmm. Or Rebecca Lobo, maybe. Yeah. Or one of those UConn. That's Della Vadana. Yeah. Yeah. So Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Swoops. Uh, Tamika Catchings. Yeah. She. I saw her the other day. She was at my work, and I thought you're much taller than I thought you'd yeah. be. And I, and again, I think I said this before. I was surprised that I didn't think she would be tall. She was. Yeah, she was like six. Player. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. She's taller than you? Wait, yeah, way really? taller. Like three or four inches taller than me. She's like 6'6? Six, six? She's 6'6 six, six easy. Dang. Yeah. I didn't know she was that tall. I didn't either. Wow. Right. And that's the thing I think about basketball players in general. Like it just gets, you get used to it. Yeah. You get desensitized to their height because everybody's so, well, you, like Avery Johnson, he's what, right. six foot? And yeah, six one maybe. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And he looks short. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, she was clutch. She was amazing. She scored 18 points in the final. Cup. She's a cup. Um, it was an unbelievable. Um, was this her senior year? I believe it was her senior yeah. year. You think she's going to go into the WNBA? Yeah, I think their draft is in the next few days. Really? So, Where do you yeah. think she's going to go? Fever? No. <laughs> sure. That would be great. That's the only team I know, so hopefully it's the Fever. <laughs> the Hoop. Links, hopefully. Fever, the Lynx, the Comets. It was a good game. It was it was fun to watch the women's game versus the men's game. There is, uh, you can kind of see the difference because it was competitive. The passing is better. Oh, in women's ball. In the women's ball, Agreed. the passing see, the is passing and the passion. 
Yeah, there's a lot the more passion. The pace is the pacing slower. Way different. The pacing, slower, the but passion, was... the passing. And the shooting mechanics always throws me off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a different kind of shot. And they pop it from different angles. They the, shoot yep, from different angles. Sure so, do. Yeah. It's the pacing, the passing, and the passion. And the popping. <laughs> Great. Great. Women's basketball. Are we done with the headlines? That's it. Reed, what do you got? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I don't have a whole lot. I have no data tonight, but I just had some observations of uh, since now that I'm in uh, engulfed in this uh, Roto League. Oh, we're not talking, okay, but we're not talking stats on your No, 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 we're not going to talk right? stats. We're just talking kind of like generalized observations here. Because, so, again, Roto League is like the... It's just like, pure it's, it's like, data. Yeah, it's like the axis and allies of right. like fantasy sports. That's that's a pretty good analogy, I think. Just terrible. Comparison there. Sounds like it might be fun. Like when you hear axis and allies and it's like, oh, it's like World War II and then you actually play and it's like... And it takes an hour to set up and then well, five hours to play. Well, we have to get, you know, X amount of right. wheat rations from right. the French and then we need to stock up on our right. uh, ballistics. That's not a bad observation <laughs> yeah. that rotisserie baseball is the axis and allies of fantasy sports. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I, I've made some I observations about that. over the week about technology and kind of uh, technological advances in sports with all this talk about um, the humidor that they're using in Arizona now because of the dry air. Now when you say all this talk you just mean... A lot of people are talking. (laughs) Just a a few of your friends who really are Many people are saying Hey, it's my Trumpism. Everybody is telling me. (laughs) A lot of people are saying it. Well, a lot. I mean, yeah, I see. So when Frederick Douglass puts these balls in the humidor Frederick Douglass has has done a lot of great things. Right, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. But so, you know, I'm thinking about the baseball and the humidor. They've changed the baseball. They've changed the factory. Allegedly. Where the, where the base, well, they have changed the factory where the baseballs are yes. made. And pitchers are talking about how the seams are lower. Lower. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the like, ball, the wouldn't balls that be are, better? Or no, it now? gives you less grip huh. when the seams are lower. And so I'm thinking about sports like baseball that are so stat-driven and so mm-hmm. historically based. How then do you kind of reconcile these technological changes yeah. in these sports where, you know, guys are hitting more home runs. It's Now it's harder on the pitcher. Their velocities mm-hmm. are different. Uh, the movement on the ball changes because the seams are lower, so yeah. you get less movement on balls, these kinds of things. And then I got to thinking about other sports, so like tennis and the advent of the metal racket and the mm-hmm. I mean the racket's like twice as big as it used to be back when Jimmy Connors and John McEnroe and those guys were playing with wooden rackets different composites uh, uh, Navatilova all these people I'm thinking of golf look at the size of the drivers now and they're all carbon mm-hmm. fiber and aluminum mm-hmm. and all these kinds of things you know I'm thinking of running all the technology that's happened in the, the weight of shoes, the durability of shoes, the different shapes and mm-hmm. sizes of shoes. Yeah, um, Super Smash Brothers with yeah, the we controller. Can, yeah. with the controller. Now you got more sensitive clickers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm thinking, it just got me to thinking, like, how can you kind of reconcile a whole throughout the whole history of sports when you have these conversations mm-hmm. of who are the top five greatest players or top five greatest hitters or right. greatest defenders or servers or how, however you want to talk about it. How do you reconcile these when you have 
clearly defined eras in sport now. Mm-hmm. You have the in tennis, you have the wooden racket era, the mm-hmm. Arthur Ashes, the Billie Jean Kings, the McEnroe. Now you have the uh, the aluminum racket or composite rackets. Oh yeah, like I went through the baseball, well, basketball, the basketball with a three point line. That's not necessarily a technological change, but yeah. a, a major yeah. rule change. Well, and and then also just thinking about like, well, it goes into what we were talking about last week with just the how as time has has gone on, the distance uh, between the stats of the top players that right. that gap has 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 narrowed between those players because. Yeah, you factor in also like now all these all, all these players have like you know they they have dietitians they exactly. have personal trainers the science like just yeah there's look at cycling yeah with the carbon fiber mm-hmm. and now all the breathing and all the science they have not to mention the the drugs that they have mm-hmm. invented mm-hmm. and the applications yeah. that they motor have, doping that yeah they when, have like done. back in the day at the Tour de France where well, you turned your just, wheel around and and rode up the mountain yeah mm-hmm. and and then, you know, and, then I mean, and then when you're done you drink like 20 beers exactly every night can i yeah. point something out though that no. i think is interesting this is his topic okay rowdy likes to say villanova instead of villanova yeah. but says Tour de France, and even Instead of Tour de France. Tour de France. Like if and you nobody had an picked up on my aluminium joke. It's no, not a joke. I, it's actually, that's how they say that's it. How it they, I even say though it. it's not yeah. spelled that way, but yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. T O R. It's not. A, it's not cool. a joke. The Tordy. T O R D E. France. Tordy. The Tordy okay. France. All right. Continue. Sorry. So how do we reconcile this, especially in in stat driven sports like golf? Uh, the biggest ones I think we talked about mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, high flight, low flight balls mm-hmm. and golf, especially stat driven sports like baseball and golf. How do you compare the Tiger Woods and the Jack Nicholas mm-hmm. or the Michael Jordan, LeBron James or the, um, you know, the Bryce Harper's Mike Trout's versus the Pete Rose's or, I mean, these guys like, you have to go to one of those. What do you do? What? How are we doing it here? Well, you got to go to one of those diners, like you see in the the posters, where it's like, oh it's yeah, like, it's like a diner where it's like James you know, Dean, James Dean and Marilyn Monroe and Humphrey Bogart and and uh, like a Pulp Fiction diner. Yeah, it's no, like, it's like it's, what is that called? Like, like Diner of Broken Dreams or something? Yeah, and 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 they're all just in the diner, diner at together, the end of the tunnel and. Uh, you know, maybe Jimi Hendrix is in there. It's like, what, you know, you got Jimi Hendrix and Chuck Berry and, I don't know, uh, Hank Williams, and they're all whooping it up in this diner. Well, you could do the same. There could be a, a sports-themed a sports bar like that, and you just have all these players, and then you just, you know, they can... Hash it out. Yeah, so hash that's, it out. So that's Rowdy's that, uh, I, solution. I so we need to, so what got I, lost on that. So what I'm saying is we need to... We need you were in the desert. I was getting ready to pull yeah. my chair out. Whoever, whoever, that, whoever chair. that artist is who did that... Who, whoever that artist is who did that, we... we have them we commission them to do another poster the sports bar of see, broken I dreams think about, i think about art and music differently and that technological innovations in art and music are considered creativity where technological innovations are ruled are, are things mm. in sports are considered rule changes or you know it's, the players aren't coming up with the new baseball right so i'll say there's a couple things um as far as let's say you can take the, each of these 
as individual sports. You can say, well, in um, in track and field, you can talk about the en- energy return of the shoe and the, the energy surface. return of the surface, and then you can talk about speeds that, let's say, uh, Jesse Owens ran, and then you could kind of extrapolate that out to say this is what he may have ran in 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 this context versus the context he was in in baseball they do that statistically with wins above replacement war um, where they try and say if we would replace you with an average player of your time at your position how many wins would that player have so that that's your average player at the position that's zero if you were plus two war that means you're good for two wins more than your average player are you showing him these visuals showing the, the paintings because he didn't so know. i think other sports have something like that where they try and say in your time for that year what's your average what is the what's the average player line mm-hmm. look like at your position and how much better than that player or worse than that player are you? So that's a way to, to look across um, time and, and figure out what, what one player might look like against another. And I think baseball actually does a pretty good job of this as far as talking about things like the dead ball error or the steroids error. The de- like mm-hmm. they, they talk they about it. it. They acknowledge right. that right. These, that was a different time, that was a different ball. I agree. They do do a good, but I don't think other sports do do that. No, they don't. Like, I don't this, think they do. This ongoing just... Bron Bron versus MJ? Yeah, beating the horse on the LeBron-Michael Jordan thing. You know, and we've talked about this before. We were talking about it earlier. You couldn't play zone defense against Michael you Jordan. You couldn't play, yeah. You couldn't make him. People so you had to put your best defender on Jordan. If Jordan was better than your best defender, you had which to put most Mark nights, Price on Most on nights he was. Yeah. Then you're toast. Unless you're Dan Dockich, then you're locking him down. Well, or unless you're, you know, somebody crazy like uh, Ron Artest or somebody like that yeah. that can shut yeah. people down. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but I, I, it is. It's interesting to think about. Especially the super historical sports. No, I don't know. I I don't know how you um, would do that in tennis, only because when you're something with tennis and maybe well, and how maybe they track the tiebreaker. You used to have to play thirty games. There was no tiebreaker. You had to win by two. Oh really? So you're going to win thirty to twenty eight. You're going to play a four hour set. Oh, and there was no tie. See, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah, things like that. You know, they shorten. So the rule game. changes. Yeah, rule changes. Technology changes. All these kinds of things. Where you know, I mean, if you play a match that's where you end up playing a hundred games right. in a match of tennis versus now, you can only play what seven in men's 35, 38 games, something right. like that. Right. You know, I mean, that. It changes That's a things. huge But in, huge in tennis, at, in tennis, everybody's playing in the same rules. At that point, it gets somewhat subjective to talk about who's the best. And I don't know if you need. I mean, that is that just that's, that's just like a, a curious question. Anyway, yeah, that's yeah. that's just a mental exercise. It's right. not necessarily something that's objective. Well, Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James. Well, that's your opinion. That's just fact. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I, I think LeBron, we, I bet LeBron. I, I think if we sent any of our current top athletes back in time they would destroy anyone else well that's interesting Probably. because i watched this i caught the tail in this documentary on pistol pete pete maravich the yeah. other night and they were they said just the opposite they said if he played today he would be an elite player because the game has has finally they they put it in terms of the game has finally caught up 
to the mm. way to the style mm. that Pistol Pete played. Okay, you might have some ago. outliers. But I mean, he what averaged, sport is that? Basketball. Okay, he averaged forty-five points a game in college with no three-point line. Hmm. So you'd have to hit fifteen three-pointers a game just to match his average. Hmm. And nobody does that. That's because our defense is a lot better than it used to be. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, yeah, it's just I, I get I get up kind of irritated with all these talking heads that create these parameters where you're trying to come up with Well, they're false parameters. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's just lame They're just talking heads. Here's the right. thing. You know, they're just like us. They're just trying to fill time. Well, we do. I tell you <laughs> I what. I tell you what. We do a <laughs> yeah, great job. We know job. how to fill yeah. time. I think if you sent us back in time <laughs> with any talking heads, we would fill time better than We them. would be like the historic like circuit tent preachers yeah. where we could go on for four hours. Yeah, it'd We're, be like if when Michael J. Fox... Uh, the character Michael J. Fox uh, goes back in time in that movie, and he starts playing Chuck Berry songs, and they're like, "Wow, this is, is amazing!" Back to the future? Like us. Yeah, no, that, yeah, I, think I don't so. think it's that. I think it's uh, Doc Hollywood as he's talking. Yeah, about. maybe Doc Hollywood. It was, but he, might be Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. That's the only yeah, other yeah, one I know. Yeah. yeah. See, I, that's us. We're if the Michael I lost J. Fox the championship, I would go Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah. It's it's we have a high mar. Minutes above replacement. You put anybody else on these microphones, they cannot feel the minutes like yeah. you feel the minutes. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got. I just thought it was interesting to think about. Yeah. Sports. As kind of an individual thought experiment, sports, a solo thought experiment. Sports should always be about context. You always have to well, put it in the, the context of the time. that's the interesting thing is that you've got to look at it in these eras. And so, so many commentators, and some of the commentators I really like to watch, Dan Patrick, Charles Barkley, these guys that I like to listen to, they do the same thing, though. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. Barkley, I think, has it better than most, is he'll tell you his top five will never change. Hmm. So no matter who comes along, he's got his top five hmm. all-time set. And I think, you know, if you're going to do it, maybe that's the way to do it. You just, that, you know, your criteria now is for six and below. Yeah. Especially yeah, but- as a player, the guys he played against, you know. And then- yeah, but that's like somebody who, like, you know, like us, graduated high school in like 1999, 2000. Is like, no band will ever be better than Dave Matthews' band. Oh, Dave? Yeah. I believe that. No, I don't see, believe that. I used to think like that, and then I heard Pearl Jam's new single. And, and you're like, there, there are. <laughs> there went that. There are bands better <laughs> yeah. than this. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could we could talk about this yeah. all night if we wanted to. Let's so, do it. Let's do a marathon. No. Well, is it my so my topic is my hard drive's pretty empty, so <laughs> we got time. Yeah. Um, in the spirit of competition, mm-hmm. Rowdy, congratulations, you won the bracket. Thanks. So instead of me talking about something you don't care about, yeah, which is pretty much anything on this show, yeah, <laughs> I am going to cede all of my time. To you to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. We're just going to skip over my sports segment, my part of the show, mm-hmm. and we're going to let you just go. Just go. We're just going to start in. I, I mean, pretty much everything I've already I wanted to talk about. We've already talked about. So well, good sir. In the spirit of friendship, uh, and uh, you know, 
seeing as how my eyes usually glaze over when you talk about baseball, (laughs) I have decided to dedicate my segment (laughs) to baseball. (laughs) Woo! So let, me, let me get my let me get my I have no idea what's gonna happen next. Alright, let me get my box out here. Okay. Oh my. I have this shoe box. Yeah, but oh, I had to take the, a pit stop. Did you cede your time to the gentleman from Greenfield? Yeah. I did. Oh my. I did. Oh, As a congratulatory measure okay. for his uh, his bracketology. Alright, fair enough. Yeah. What, what is it? Uh, superior bracketology. <laughs> so we got the uh, the oh, shoe box you, here. It's the Did you know they the, made uh, these pages in Anderson? What? Yeah, All the, those the pages baseball card are from pages? B- uh, baseball called World Anderson. So the people, so, so to the to the other people, not the three people in this room who can actually see what's happening. Rowdy has nine pages. Uh, Rowdy has pulled out a box of baseball yeah, cards. Yeah, just what to set to set the scene. This is an orange lid Nike box. It's, it's size seven and a half series, <laughs> uh, dark navy blue slash cool gray chutney. Um, <laughs> I don't remember those shoes. They may not have been mine, um, but. But, I wore, uh, I wore this, seven and a half in fifth grade. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. I've got my card collection, uh, which I would card say. Um, this, is, this is my card collection. They're in great. Oh, they're, they're in, in great fa- repair they're in, because they're, fa- they're rubber banded together. Yeah, they're in fantastic shape. <laughs> I see some '87 tops with the wood grain on there. Oh, because that's I know my favorite what, card. Those hold, are worth hold on, hold a ton on. of money. Can I just guess what we're doing? Yeah. Are we gonna remember some guys? We're gonna remember some guys. <laughs> but first of all. <laughs> Member, hey, you gotta punch in all them numbers. Member, in the spirit of giving, in the spirit of friendship that that you that that you've uh, dedicated you this episode to, packs? I might take my time back. I <laughs> want to gift each of you guys some special cards from my collection. Oh wow! Let's see what I got. Here. Oh, I got. To, oh, this is great. Oh, I got our Kansas City Royal. I got. This is a, what is this? Eighty-seven. Let me see. Eighty-seven tops wood grain. Yeah, I got a Willie Wilson. N- no, read huh? that name. Willie Wilson. <laughs> what? Let me see that. It is Willie Wilson. I was reading that as Willie Nelson. <laughs> wow. I was trying to give you a Willie Nelson well, card the I whole mean, time. Well, we can call him Willie Nelson. All right, that's Willie Nelson. Uh, we're going to edit that card. I read that like three times. I thought it said Willie Nelson. <laughs> I, You're gonna I might need to see a doctor. All right, and what, and what did you get? And what I got was a Star Trek IV, The Voyage <laughs> Home. Uh, collectible card number Dude, 87. That's got, got a whale yeah, on it. It's got the humpback whale. The humpback whale, whale from Star Trek 4. Uh, I just the, uh, started watching Star Trek Discovery. And that card right. is mint. Check it, the corners. It really is. This Sky one box. is off center, which is not, Ooh, not, as, is that not good, as valuable. Not good? It's oh, in really? excellent repair, but it is off center. So you have to check the borders and make sure they're. If you sent this off around? to get graded, first of all, they would laugh at you. Yeah, they're like. But secondly, it would get a lower grading because it's off center. Well, they might laugh at, at Willie Wilson, but would they laugh at names such as oh, I don't know, Jose Canseco, Roger? You Clint, got an on-card auto uh, rookie, Jose Canseco. Roger Clemens, Dwight Gooden, dude, uh, Dwight Tony, Gooden, Tony Gwynn, Bo Jackson, who Bo plays knows. like seven sports. Maybe Cal Cal Ripken Senior and Junior and. Friend of the pod, Pete Rose, with not one but two cards. 
<laughs> I'm glad you found yeah, that here. before we went to dinner with him. Yeah. So these are hey, my. Can you sign I actually this? have this. This is an '88 tops Jose Canseco. So these I are my. Top. Look at that, Bo Jackson. So what? So you didn't even say anything about Tommy Lasorda. Oh, I got on the Tommy. Golf, I got the cart. Tommy Lasorda squatting on a golf court. Golf cart. Barry um, Larkin. Can we go yeah. back in time? Shout a out to bit? Colton, the Cincinnati Reds. So what we're now doing this here? Keith Hernandez. Look at that corner. Oh, I know. Look at that. Yeah. Corner, well, Rowdy. but I got another Keith. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, what you guys are holding in your hands, these are my top 39 cards. Oh, no, this card right here. The Ozzy Smith, the Purina, Smith Ralston Pur Purina. Yeah. That is a hot card. Yeah? Yeah. There's so much wrong with what's happening right now. Um, first off, we got Lenny Nails Dykstra over here. Uh, we got Lenny Nails Dykstra over here, so that might come out. That That's a Dares guy right there. Um, one thing I want to point out, uh, buddy... You have yeah. all of these pages upside down. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what yeah, do you mean? You do. <laughs> yeah. You're um so they were intended to be uh like this. Rowdy's got the 9 by 9 or 3 by 3 card world, baseball card world, punch, binder the, the, set, the plastic pages that we we all know and love. They are were intended to be uh, top with, loaded. Top loaded. Oh, on the really? So they don't fall out. And Rowdy, you've got them. <laughs> oh, not in this one. He's got this one. Correct. Oh, is that one okay. Right? Yeah. okay. These ones are incorrect. <laughs> yeah. If you would, if you would shake them hard enough, the cards will fall out. If you dropped your binder, yeah, you'd be in a world be, yeah, you'd be in trouble. I, I don't know, I man. This, know. this eighty-nine Donruss Nolan Ryan is on point with that chipped corner and that crease in it. This is worth a minute. Can I? Can I? Can I take us down yeah. memory lane here? Uh, so tell me, as a person who awesome. has no interest in sports this as awesome. of now... Look at this, Frank Thomas. What was your... Oh, yeah, Frank Thomas. Uh, sorry, side note here. Yeah, you, well, this one's upside down. You may know uh, Frank <laughs> Thomas uh, as the... As the Big the Hurt. The Big Hurt. Uh, the Big Hurt, yeah. but also... This is a 92 uh, upper deck. He's, he's also putting Is it in a, good condition? Not bad. He's putting a Big Hurt on Father Time right now and helping men get their mojo back with Nugenics... Yeah, that's a great uh, commercial. I've seen that commercial. Testosterone booster. Yeah. Hall it, of Famer. Is it a high tea cream? Oh, well, no. Apply on your forearm. Now, according to uh, Mike, Mike Ambergy, uh, the chief marketing officer for Nugenics, it only makes sense for a one-of-a-kind slugger like Frank Thomas to team up with a one-of-a-kind supplement like Nugenics. Not only does Nugenics contain the research key ingredient Testafin, it also has a proprietary blend of man-boosting ingredients unlike any other product available anywhere. Nugenics. Wow. So not Get a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but maybe. Ricky hey, Nugenics. What? Um, tell me about how you collected these cards. Like, what is? Your, what was the process? All right. Did, so, did at some point you're like, I'm a boy. I don't cry in front of other people. And so I better. I better collect, collect baseball, baseball if, cards. If I, no. So if I remember right, rolls. My. That's right. <laughs> My aunt, my, my aunt Kate and Uncle Wendell, I would go and visit them. And my Uncle Wendell... Uncle Wendell, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, send the scene here. Here, brother man, here, have a dollar. <laughs> you, walk into, brother uh, man have two. you walk into Aunt Kate and Uncle Wendell's house, and immediately you're just hit with a wall of cigar smoke. Mm -hmm. uh, Uncle Wendell was... I remember that. All, Nothing wrong with a filly. Yeah, Uncle Wendell was almost completely deaf. And he, huh? would, and he would always have <laughs> two two baseball games on. T he had a, a his his main TV. Yeah, picture in picture. No, he had a smaller TV sitting on that TV Even with another baseball game, and he had the radio playing right next to him. With another the third baseball game because he couldn't hear the TVs. 
and so he would watch baseball. And so every time I go to their house, this was this was important to keep. He would have he would have the, baseball cards. These for are me. collectibles. Nobody can see what you're doing, by the way. Uh, we're you have on to the remember radio. this is this is an audio medium. Uh, so yeah, that's that's where those baseball cards came from. And then wait, so you just took him from his house because no, he couldn't he, hear you steal no. them? Every time I would come visit, he would have packs of baseball cards for me as as a gift because, uh, as they affectionately referred to me, I was uh, I was known as Tater, to like as in short for potato. Uh, no, dude, it's I don't over. Why. You are now Tater. Okay. I've been Tater. So they so since I was born. So you guys just didn't know. <laughs> Here's this. You should keep that one. Billy Bean? Yeah. I've heard that name. Oh, yeah, yeah that's Moneyball. That's Moneyball. Oh, really? I don't yeah. know what that means. Okay. Lou Pinella? So, so they would just give you these cards. Yeah. You, you weren't asking for them. You're no. Like, and I didn't really know these. anything about it. Actually, in, in this binder of 39, this was my favorite baseball card. It's the 1981 Don Russ Ta Tim Foley, who was a shortstop for the uh, Pirates. And I mainly picked that because... I just liked his little hat. Check this out. That's a sweet hat. That's uh, a nice hat. He's a yeah, pirate. If, if you're out there in Radio Land, just 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 Google Tim Foley '81 Don Russ, and you'll you'll see the picture. Um, but yeah, now so, of, of those top 39 dude, cards, Rich Gossage got. Uh, look at that Fu Manchu. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. So how how uh, how much money do you think these top 30? Some of the top players of all time, like. Uh, Nolan Pedro Ryan, Guerrero, Lynn Dykstra. Like how much are these cards how much, worth? How much do you think just those just those top thirty nine cards? How much do you think those are worth? These right here that you have right in yeah. your in your pages. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Less less than z less than what you, you have, paid for them in nineteen eighty eight. You have each one of these pages of nine cards. You have probably less than six cents. The page is worth more than the cards. <laughs> yes, would be my yes. guess. These are. The, I went through the same thing, Rowdy. It's a. It's these a are the, the worst years the for cards. I tell you what, I, I added it up on eBay. I could get forty nine dollars and twenty five cents. No, not well, a chance. Hey, go for it. Well, I tell you what, I could list it for forty nine dollars and twenty five cents. the twins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the average Beckett price for most of these cards was averaging at around uh, thirty five cents. Yep. So for averaging, yeah. So for averaging thirty-five cents for each of these top thirty-nine cards, that means my top thirty-nine cards are worth maybe thirteen dollars. But that's mint. That's mint. That's mint. Yeah. These are mint. No, they're in the contain. They're in no. the pages. Look, they're in the containers. Rowdy, look at this page. There's not one card in this page that's mint. Fresh containers. Not one. They look mint to me. Well, look at this one. Look at that one on the corner. Who's that guy with Mike the bat? Mike Kelly from yeah. the right. It's off center. What? Yeah. Oh, I, mint, I thought just meant that your corners are not bent. It also, you have to, so they had to what, print the card off. To get How graded. about we do this? How about we do this? You so, said, would you be willing to do this? How many we got here? 39? 39 top cards. 39 a bunch of top others. cards. Let's send them off and get them graded. The first, okay, we can do that. I know or, a guy that's got a membership. We can get them graded. Or the first 39 people who give us their address... We will send them yep. a random card. No, you're not getting rid of my baseball card collection. I'll send you my Willie Wilson These are my, slash Nelson. It's card. Willie Nelson. <laughs> uh, I gotta go to a doctor. I gotta get. I gotta get checked out here. But um, I yeah. I mean, I, 
if you send us your address, I'll send you a card from my collection. Yep. All right. Hit it may not up. be one of my top 39, but I'll pick out a special card for Hit you. Hit us up on Facebook. I threw away like 4,000 cards two years ago, probably. Yeah, I gave I gave a whole box away at 2,800. Well, I a, tried to sell them for $20 and said this is just yeah. 2,500 cards from 1970-whatever to 1990-whatever. Got no hits. And then I just said, free, come get them. Somebody was like, I'm so excited. I'm going to wallpaper my son's room with these. I cool. saw it on I'm going to Mod Podge it. Yeah, the Mod Podge is going to cost more than these yeah, cards. Yeah. So. Well, so it's a you special so treat. I think it's cool, though, that you collected cards, Ralph. Well, well, you, you didn't say collect I collected. Them. I just kind of had them. You, I, was, I think someone cool gave you gifted cards. Yeah, cards Uncle, you know, and then you put them in the pages upside down. Uncle Wendell, you get the pages? Uncle Wendell was a cool guy. Uh, I think they also got me for Christmas. Was? like a. Oh, yeah. He's, he's deceased? Oh, yeah. He was ancient when i knew oh him. okay uncle wendell uh what i wish uh, what i wish he had given me he was also a fiddle player he would play oh. in uh at square dances we're gonna send this one off and he had always is it redemption <laughs> oh dude yes <laughs> but uncle wendell had a story his fiddle he was convinced that it was a stradivarius and because he was deaf he would always he would always yell about it and <laughs> and yell about how he went to get it appraised and a song, bitch! <laughs> tried to... Yeah, no, he uh, he was always... His 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 Stradivarius was always being undervalued by the appraisers. But... A Stradivarius. Um, but because I know that our podcast is known for providing top quality audio entertainment. Right. And, and this is an audio medium and we only mm-hmm. want to provide the best. I thought... What what better You're thing break those cards than to that. open? <laughs> oh, live break! This is a real thing, Rowdy. People make thousands of dollars on YouTube doing live card. Yes, breaks. but do they make thousands Ladies of dollars? Ladies and gentlemen, this is sports, sports, sports live card break. Yeah, on podcast. On we're gonna podcast. do it. Audio. Look at that. So thing. this so what, what I have here, here. This is um, a, I am jacked about. Yeah, this, this is the. 1980, I don't know. I'm guessing it's probably 88. Oh man, uh, <laughs> that's a prime this year. Is, this is the uh, the action all stars. Your, your one your one thing to research was when were these cards made? Well, I don't know. It doesn't have the date on them. Uh, what I can tell you is these are these it? are these are Don Russ action all stars. They're big, giant cards. size. Cards. Oh, they're jumbos. Yeah, and let me tell you what. Let's let's open it up. It doesn't no, have gum. Please. It says it has a puzzle inside. So let's see what we've got. Oh, Jumbos. Great. great. All right. So okay. we're not getting Alzheimer's. Now, you have to be real deliberate about this. You really should have gloves on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for putting the crinkle right up in the microphone. I never opened these because I, right. I knew these would be a collector's item. One oh, they're 84. 84. We have Carney Lansford, third base. Paul for the A's. Uh, Paul Molitor. Oh yeah. Uh, third base for the Brewers. Lance Parrish, a catcher for some. He doesn't have a logo on his thing. D Dodgers. That's Detroit. Detroit. Richie Zisk, who is a designated hitter for some Trident-looking team. Let's see. Trident. Let's see the logo. The Mariners. Is that the Mariners? Yes. I can't see it from That's here. That's a cool logo. Yeah, yeah, that is the Mariners. Yeah. And uh, Ron Guidry. A pitcher, Ron Gidry. Gidry, who he, he's he, listed as DH on his card. He has Shaw in his cheek on he both sure of his pictures on the, front, on the front and back. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Give another. Not only that, just we five have, cards in that pack, guys. We have they're so big. Three puzzle pieces. No, no case hit in that pack. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, this is this is like, three. Maybe two people got Not that. Not even. A, yeah, exactly. That <laughs> so, was in the weeds. So this is this is three of sixty-three pieces. Oh yeah, I used to keep for those. For the Donruss Diamond King. Is that Carl Yastrzemski? Ted Williams. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. tell you that's probably the most valuable thing in the that Ted pack. Williams Somebody puzzle. looking for that Ted Williams piece. Yeah. Okay, if anyone out there needs pieces 10, 11, and 12 of 63, <laughs> let me know. I will happily share this with you. Now, as a special bonus, we're gonna jump outside the world of baseball oh. because I also have you got a, some wrestling cards. I have a 1992 unopened pack of U.S. Olympic hopefuls. Oh! <laughs> We might have. You might have a dream team card. We might there. have a dream team card. That's that's why I bought Carrie, these. Carrie, Christian Leitner. But ninety ninety two was that like uh, April? What was her name? She was a uh, Dominique Mochianu. Dominique Mochianu. They were ninety six. Okay. Yeah. Um, Shannon Miller was ninety two. I think. And I think. I think ninety two was the big. Was the that was the big was, dream uh, team here? Oh, oh yeah, uh, ninety two was, was the, who was the track. You might have an Jackie, Isaiah Thomas in there. Jackie Joyner Kersey. Uh, hey, he was Jackie a hopeful. Uh, Flo Joe. Flo Joe. Yeah. Florence, Carl uh, Lewis. Carl. Who was the big gymnast in ninety two? She did the uh, CVS commercials. Oh yes. Red hair, kind of curly. Short hair, right? Bell, yeah, Bella Caroli was her coach originally. No, 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 no. You're thinking of. Pop it open. I don't know. Well, let's open it up. Let's see. Let's Are you see videoing this? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I gotta get. I'm I remember. Hey, now, now these. Hey, careful. Now these. Take your time. I went to the. I went to the. Where cards, did you get these? That? I actually went to the card store in Greenfield because I wanted the Just Dream that. Team cards, hey. and so I've, I've kept these Case unopened hit. for all these years because, again, I knew these would be a collector's item. Okay, here we go. All First right. card. First card. U.S. Olympic cards. Uh, U.S. Olympic merchandise offer. I'm gonna. <laughs> all right. I might have to mail in and get this. You know what? I'm gonna mail we're, it. We're I'm mailing. I'm that gonna in. mail this in. And, sports and there's sports. three other from yeah. Tops that we can mail in. We're to get sending t-shirts right. in. Uh, number two, Janie Eikhoff, a bicyclist. Kent Ferguson, a diver. Mm-hmm. Paul Marquez, a boxer. Jackie Joyner, curse yes! Case hit. Case hit. <laughs> All right, I'm setting that aside. Uh, that's what they do on those breaking hey, videos. They do. Slab, slab that thing up <laughs> right. right now. All right. Karen Lindy. Oh, Larry Bird! <laughs> oh, dude, I know somebody that'll buy that card. <laughs> Michael Evans, uh, who, what's this sport? Water polo. Water polo. What's this sport? Uh, Edwin Elliott. What's this sport, he at, says on the sports podcast? <laughs> look, look at this physique. <laughs> yeah, boy. He's an archer. He's drinking beers. Uh, we got Kenny Monday, a wrestler. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wrestling. Wow, check this card out. John McNally, look at that. He's just shooting a pistol at you. Oh, yeah. Man. That card, that card wouldn't be made today. Great radio. Zena yep. Garrison, tennis player. What kind of racket? Uh, <laughs> you tell question. me. Yeah, that's a new kind of racket. Zena Garrison. I don't remember her. Yeah, she's in a ho- she's hopeful. So it, she it wasn't guaranteed. Born in 1963 in Houston, Texas. Uh, we got Chris Waller, who was a gymnast. Uh, Thomas Borer, a rower. Dara Torres, a swimmer. 
Dara Torres. She was good. You remember her? Uh, yeah. Ever heard of Chris Mullen? Flat top? Oh, yes. man. Keep the, I'm serious. Okay. Keep right. those Keeping dream teams out. Matt yeah. Biondi, a swimmer. I got another Jackie Joyner cursing. <laughs> oh, man. Same I got, card. I got for hurdles. Same card. And this one. Javelin. Javelin. And this one. Spears. I got that one and this one. And this one uh, with we, the pointy got, stick. Uh, Andrea Lloyd, a uh, women's basketball player. Sarah Josephson, who is, uh, I'm guessing this is synchronized swimming. Let's see. Yeah, synchronized swimming. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael Marks, which this kind of stinks for Michael Marks because he is a fencer. You can't even see his face on the front of his card. You can only see it on the back. We don't even know that's him. On guard. And that's it. That's it. That's what I got. Wow. But wow. This was a 19... 1992... 1992 U.S. Olympic break. hopefuls. You heard it here first. Wow. Okay. Wow. We got so we a got Larry a Bird, Chris uh, Chris. Might Mullen, send those out to get graded. And two... The, yes, you heard me right. Two, two. Jackie Joyner curses. JJKs. We got a hurdler. And a javelin. And a javelin. All right, we're going to send these out to be appraised because they're mi- these are mint. And the, what do you call it, edging? Centering. Mm. Yeah. Looks good. Looks pretty good. It's well. Kinda like, it's kind of like card kerning, Rowdy. Man, mm. now that you mention it, Jackie Joyner Kersey, the javelin card is not great. Larry Bird looks You're putting your pretty fingers good. all over it. It's really good Yeah, stop good touching it. Him. Go can to I, the edge. Can I touch yeah. the edge? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this Larry Bird. That's, yeah, that's, that's a hot yeah. card. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. That's Should get that card. framed. I wish we knew somebody who framed stuff. Hey, I know. Hey. Get this thing treated, okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all I got. That's all you got? I, I, you know, this was more of a public service announcement to just let people know, hey, check in your closet. Look in those shoeboxes. You might have one you of these Star Trek. Mine. You Star might Trek have a gold mine. You might have a gold mine. Home card. Right on. Well, hey, thank the new you. Star Trek's not bad, by the way. I've I been think, watching it. I think that was that was worth my time. Thanks, Rowdy. Well, well we're going to post the video, we'll right? Post yeah. Something. Okay. Or some some part of the video, um, but yeah, I can't wait to wear this uh, nice Olympic T-shirt and hat and pin set. Yeah. Well, Rowdy, what's the rest of your sports week look like? What do you got going on? Um, absolutely what, nothing. What Twitters are you looking at? What tweets are you looking at? Yeah, I don't know. What the should names. I follow? It's just like you're you know, what video should I look funny, at? Funny names. What Netflix show should I watch? Uh, I've been watching. Okay, so I've been on kind of a kick. Uh, the new season of Vikings comes out later. Oh this month. yes, I, I like need to watch that. I've never watched. Yeah, I'm that waiting show. for for the the next season, which I think may be the last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime. Uh, we watched a show called Britannia, which is is also it's Vikings esque. It's about the uh, Romans invading England. Uh, is this ten sixty six? Oh, way before ten sixty six. Yeah, before this that. This is like yeah. A.D. Oh, Romans. Or, my or, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and then we, so we finished that. It was decent. And then uh, we're watching a show called The Last Kingdom, which is about the Danes invading England. Which was have also you watched The Crown? No. The Crown is good, and you might also enjoy, if you like those kinds of shows, Versailles. Mm. Okay. Versailles is pretty good. I'll so check it out. that's what you got going on this weekend. Anything Just some else? broadsword fighting and... Oh, yeah. you, you got a LARPing convention? Traditional me, broadsword fighting. drinking and, yeah. More so. akin to 16th century sport fighting than oh. actual combat. Well, according to some. According to some, yes. Reed, what do you got? I mean, I got... 14 Ks and 11.1 innings, so oh, that's man. not too bad. You're so deep in it now. <laughs> I told you we were going to get so deep in it. Uh, I mean, I'll probably watch a little baseball. I'm getting on that Pacer train. Pacers right. are coming. All right. They're, uh, well, they got six games left? Maybe less than that even. Yeah. Maybe five. 
But third, um, third right now uh, behind Toronto and Cleveland. Is that what I saw? Maybe, maybe yeah. I haven't looked in a couple days. Um, Cleveland. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna call it. Here's my hot take for the NBA playoff season. Cleveland's not. It's not gonna happen for no. them this year. They they may not get by Indiana, and if they do, Born Ready will mess with LeBron so much that, in his ear. that he will lose the next series. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works. But other than that, I'm looking forward to the draft. Spring next week. Spring football uh, starts up in two weeks, spring right? Spring football's coming up. Draft isn't next week, is it? It's the end of the month, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's late April. But I'll watch that and, you know, just kind of surf around. All right, right on. Any other what do you what do you tweet tweeters tweeters you got to look at or insta posts you got to be on? I'm not big on Twitter. I don't look at Twitter as much okay. as a lot of people, but no, not really. I okay. look at a lot of woodworking uh, Instagram pages. Which oh, for is sure, absolutely, cool. yeah, yeah. So me, I got uh, the Masters. I'm gonna just keep an oh, eye I on. I forgot about the Masters. Yeah, old uh, who's gonna e- win? Eldred, isn't that his name? Eldrick. Eldrick. Eldrick Woods. You think Tiger's gonna win? Sure, why not? I don't I, yeah, why don't? I, why not? It'd be a great story. I'm picking from Perkins to first. <laughs> <laughs> from wait, from the tremendous twelve to first. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm picking Rory. Yeah, that that's fine too. I don't actually watch golf. I'm not that interested either. in golf, but uh, you know, I'm gonna keep my eye on it. It's a it's a fun thing to keep track of. And then of course my uh, Mr. Pace, my Roto League. Team, what is your team? What is Mr. Pace? So, Mr. You, there was a game on Nintendo called RBI Baseball. Yeah, I remember that. And there was a pitcher. Oh, are these the all made up names? The 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 Japanese. One of the guys' names. He was an unhittable pitcher. Mr. Paste. Paste. He'd paste you. Yeah. So. Mr. Paste, that's my, my name. My roto team if name you is look, Roll Tide. If you look at my avatar, it's actually him pitching. It's like a little screen capture of okay. Paste pitching. So Fair enough. That, that's where it comes from. Yeah. So uh, as far as old old tweeters, you got to watch. Uh, I, I found one today uh, called Other Birds as the Orioles logo. Oh, which we were, yeah. which we were looking yeah, I can, at I can earlier. For that one is, I'm all about that. Other birds as the Orioles logo. This dude has been busy. Yeah, since April 1st, he's got about nine. He has 19 tweets up. Uh, Other birds as the Orioles logo at Smiling Bird logo. Look it up. It's worth your time. He's gonna do every known bird, every, which is over 18,000. 18,000 species. Yeah. I like his uh, little caption. I don't even like birds that much. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out so that's all I got going on this weekend I'm 7 for 29 this is terrible that's it we did it we did sports episode 32 as always I want to thank our production guru Mikey Jet Belly Music for the mics and sage advice and the commissioner Brandon Casburn also want to give a big shout out to the silver medalist bracketologist S- silver silver oh, medal winning bracketologist Colt Carpenter. Colt Carpenter, congratulations. And the bronze winning bracketologist, Big City Adam. On the Big City Beat. Yeah, good job, guys. We're proud of you. If you like the show, head over to Facebook and give us a big thumbs up or share it on Twitter. And go on there and give us uh, some ideas about what uh, you want to discuss. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at sports, sports, sports pod. Email us at sports, sports, sports pod at gmail.com, especially if you want any of these yeah. cards. 
Email us. Yeah. Give us your address. Yeah. We will send on you Twitter, a on, card. On Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, no doubt. We will message send you us. A card. Twitter, DM us. Send us your address. We'll get you a Instagram card. Instagram us. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. While you're there, you can also subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday, where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?